Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Uh, the coffee for vets, that uh, the coffee drive that they're doing, uh, the the folks out in East Helena, the scouts out there, they're helping with that. Walmart's helping out with that. That kicks off today, 10 a.m. out there at Walmart. Their goal is 1,500 cans of coffee. Uh, we got something like 12 or 1,300 last year, so I know we can do that. So if you can go on out there to Walmart and buy a can of coffee, they're, they've got sales running on stuff out there to help everybody do that. So uh, if we can get cans of coffee, those will be distributed across the state to all the VA facilities. It's a really, really good program. So just wanted to mention that to you. And that out of the way, we're going to kick off the show. We've got Carolyn Belling in. She's here to tell us about uh, Hope Center Ministries. Uh, there's something new going on out at Clancy. And she even brought uh, brought along some reinforcements this morning. Hi, Troy. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. T- tell everybody uh, who, who you are and who you brought with us. All right. So my name is Carolyn Belling, and I am the director of the Women's Hope Center that opened April 1st out in Clancy. Mm-hmm. And I have Stephanie Carver here with me. She is our admissions coordinator, the admissions coordinator for the state of Montana and this region. And Taylor Goosetree. Taylor is our up and coming. Um, she's an intern now and she's will be soon Hope Center staff. Yeah. I turned down my mic to adjust it there and started talking with that. Man, live radio. Yeah, and T- Taylor's uh Taylor gets to watch today she gets to learn how this all works we're going to put you on the mic next time taylor um first off can you carolyn can you kind of tell us uh just what is it that you do out there well we do a lot we are a um, faith-based residential recovery home for women so basically we're discipleship uh, we do we do require our residents we go to church um, we do a lot of bible studies on site and um, through the process of that and vocational training work therapy counseling it's a full program um, they recover um, from drugs and alcohol and uh, hope center ministries this is something that's based in uh, is it oklahoma is yes. that right yes sir okay so how do we get from oklahoma to clancy montana well, actually, Hope Center is worldwide, so there are 23 locations now across the world, um, so they're expanding quickly. We're actually planning to open a men's center in Butte, hopefully soon. We're going to look at property on Friday. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, uh, so you're expanding out there in Clancy. You've, you've already opened, but now uh, you you didn't even wait that long. I mean, you open in April, and already you're doing the expansion. Yes, so we were very blessed to receive some funding from the Gianforte Family Foundation, and they funded an interior automatic fire sprinkler system for us so that we were able to expand our capacity. Um, That project is now complete, and so we can safely serve 34 residents on premises. This will make it the largest Hope Center in the world. Wow. Yes. Hey, how about that? That's a gold star, right? It's exciting. We have our grand opening with the Chamber of Commerce tomorrow. We're doing a luncheon afterwards because on site the location itself is very unique there's a conference room um, that can comfortably seat approximately 60 people the property is over 21,000 square feet um, so it's pretty amazing yeah and yeah. did i see even a like an airbnb or goals for an airbnb on yes we actually did just publish a six bed two bath um, and two bedroom airbnb and we do we have it we kind of market to our we do a lot with family and restoration Mm -hmm. of families at hope center and so we market to our residents families if they want to come visit we offer them 50 percent discount which is um 
it's a very reasonable price for them to come stay and yeah. visit their loved one. And then in the in between time, it's open to the public. Very cool. We're talking yes. this morning with uh, Carolyn Belling. Uh, Stephanie Carver is also here there um, with the facility out in uh, Clancy. It's Hope Center Ministries. We was, we've also got uh, intern Taylor. She's hanging out this morning as well. This is a this is a large facility. The grand opening set for tomorrow. How many women are you serving right now? Right now, we have 12 ladies. Okay. And who are they? I mean, not identifying them, but, but I mean, who are they in terms of who, who is being helped by Hope Center Ministries? Sure. So um, anyone 18 and older is eligible for our program. Right now, most of our residents are from the local community, but because we were new, every new startup center, the Hope Center sends some seed residents um, to kind of help transplant the DNA and um, keep the... Uh, program as authentic to Hope Center as mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. And so I think maybe five of our residents um, came from previous Hope Centers and then the rest are from the local community. And I'll let Stephanie talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Okay. So our goal is, since we have came into Montana, is to, of course, reach you within the community um, and the surrounding areas. That way we can start helping people that are actually here in yeah. Montana. And a part of that is, is anybody, like she said, above 18, um, anybody who is struggling with some sort of addiction, um, anybody who is physically able to uh, work. And what we mean by that is is that the vocational training helps set them up and prepare to how to recover and be able to work. So when they get through the program, they're able to have a job, be able to have means for themselves, and help with their own family. Yeah. So what does this look like in terms of, I mean, is there a – like a schedule of it's a three-month program or a six-month program or is this very individualized like how does that part of it all work so we offer two programs we offer an eight-month and a 12-month program the only difference in those two is the time and the cost um so this is more geared towards uh, we believe longer term helps those establish in the recovery as well as uh, within the community finding uh, the sponsorships finding support to be able to not only complete the program, but also be able to have resources when they get out. Yeah. So more of a long-term helps get the more foundation established. Okay. Uh, we're talking this morning with uh, with Carolyn Belling. We've also uh, got uh, Stephanie Carver in this morning with Hope Center Ministries. And uh, the ultimate goal, obviously, is to, to get it to the point where these women don't need to be. At, at your place i mean are you are you seeing that is it working it is working and i kind of want to focus on there's a couple things i think is very unique to home mm-hmm. center um one of them is what we do with families our mission statement um is restoring lives restoring families and restoring the community so on friday nights we have uh, we invite all the residents families kids um, support network up we have a big dinner and then we take the family through uh, I think there's 13 different courses they go through. It's education. It's on enabling. It's on anger, um, forgiveness, all sorts of stuff that families deal with because addiction does not just affect the first person that's struggling. Yeah. Um, and we do see that working. The restoration of the family has been amazing to see. Even if a resident um, does choose to leave our program, for, and sometimes they have a good reason to leave, oftentimes we'll see the families still remain engaged. And so that's amazing. We love to see that. And so you can use, I would imagine, donations, either monetary or, you know, various items or what can listeners do to help you? Yes, we would. We would really appreciate donations. We are um, 
a large part of our funding does come through the community support and community has been i want to say this whole house which is 21,000 square feet has been furnished through donations so that's been interesting it's uh it's we we say we're getting our work out every morning moving furniture around <laughs> in and out but um yes everyone's been very supportive but we could always use financial support as well um it's a it's a um we, we do a lot with the girls you know we like to we like to have fun so for instance something that i appreciate when people donate to is our recreation fund every saturday we take everybody out to do something fun so in this winter we would love to take everyone snowboarding um, we've gone to Gates of the Mountains, Lewis and Clark Caverns. Uh, we take them to the movies, out to eat. But that all costs money. Also for yeah. Christmas. We really want it to be a special Christmas for the girls. So if anyone wants to donate towards our recreation fund, we'll use that money to buy the girls and their children um, Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And, and um, with her saying that, I would also like to add is the reason why this is so important to us is because you're not just restoring that person from the drug or the alcohol. You're restoring them. Um, in their whole body. Most of these people haven't been able to experience, uh, you know, what it's like to have fun in a sober mind or what it's like to enjoy life and and what is being given. And so we like to give them an opportunity to give them a new perspective and be able to experience things that they, that normal people probably experience, but they haven't. Um, So we really want to give them hope. We really want to give them a chance to see that they can create a new life and there's opportunities for them. yeah. What about volunteers? I mean, is that something that people can help you with as well? Yes. And I think right now I would say we have, what do you think, Taylor, 15, 15 trained volunteers committed that come up. But certainly most of our, all of our mentorship and discipleship will be with women because we do have a women's campus. But guys, we could always use men's help too. It's a big house, even just, you know, helping us with stuff that you guys are um Typically, I guess, better out than me. I mean, you know, we have stuff that comes up that even just uh, knowing if we need to call an expert, having someone come look at it is helpful. Helping us shuffle stuff around. Uh, We just had someone volunteer and clean out all the gutters, which was fantastic. So, yes, if anyone would like to volunteer, we will find something that you can help us with. And I promise you'll be you'll be blessed in the process. We're talking about uh, Hope Center Ministries this morning here on Coffee Break. We've got Carolyn Belling and Stephanie Carver, and we're uh, running light on time. But before we run out, I mean, just how do people get more information? I mean, if if they want to help, if they're hearing this saying, I could use these services, somebody I know or love could use these services, how do they find out more? I would suggest come on, go on to our website. It's um, hopecm.com. On there, you'll see all the locations worldwide. If you scroll down and click on the Helena location, there's a contact us button that'll come directly to me. Um, I don't know if I should give my phone number on the air, but. <laughs> it's um, up to you. Was, sure, yeah, you can call me 461 7443. Um, and I also want to mention, too, even the, the, the building itself, we want the community to be able to use this very unique location, whether it be for the conference area, will be available for use after tomorrow as well and the airbnb so call us about all that we'd be happy to um to help you or help your loved one who's struggling with addiction yeah it, it, it's such a fantastic program thank you for the work that uh, you're doing out there uh, in in our community so uh, it, it's uh, once again hope center ministries out there in clancy carolyn belling and stephanie carver along with intern taylor thanks for coming in this morning i sure appreciate it thanks Ray. stick around we've got more coffee break coming up right after this I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. 
We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for sticking around with us today. And uh, we're now talking with Rachel Haberman with Energy Share of Montana. Rachel, thanks for taking time. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Can you tell folks what Energy Share Montana is and what it is that you do there? Sure. As a private nonprofit organization, our main purpose is to help Montanans who are facing um, energy emergencies. So to us, that usually means a loss of heat or lights in their home due to reasons beyond their control, and they just have no money in the bank to pay that bill. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredibly valuable service. Who can get help with, with Energy Share? I mean, is there sort of a like a checklist, or how does that work? Yeah, really, um, we, are, we operate statewide, so it's any Montana resident who's facing that type of energy emergency. Usually they have like maybe a disconnect notice, or um, if they use propane, maybe their propane tank is really low. Um, it could, you know, I was listening to the, your guests that you had on a minute ago. Um, we help people get established in homes sometimes, like with a deposit. Um, perhaps someone who's re-entering the community after being in a treatment program or something mm. like that. A lot of those people have, okay. you know, no money. So, yeah. So um, we want people to stay warm in the wintertime. Yeah, and I hadn't thought of that, of people getting out of, uh, you know, the, the place like Hope Center Ministries or, you know, mm-hmm. if they've worked their way, uh, you know, they've been staying at the YWCA or something, and now right. it's okay, now mm-hmm. I have an apartment, now I have a house, now what, right? Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. they're starting from scratch. You, you can help there, too. Right, yeah. Okay, and it, does it so. matter what the heat source is? No, we help people no matter what their heat source is. So propane, um, fuel oil, natural gas, electricity. Okay. Uh, We're talking Energy Share of Montana this morning with Rachel Haberman. And uh, I'm curious, anybody that uh, that we have on the show that that has an organization, that has a business, that has anything, it's been impacted by COVID. I mean, what's COVID-19 done to Energy Share? Um, Well... (laughs) We have to talk about COVID, don't we? Because yeah. it's just in our yeah. face every single day. Um, so last year, our average assistance per household in this area through this time of year was $390 per household. And right now, we're sitting at 580 for the average assistance per household. So what happened is people's bills mounted up during this time. So many people have been affected by COVID. There were a lot of people that were able to keep up on their bills thanks to unemployment or for, you know, they were able to keep their jobs or whatever. But there are many others that um, have been drastically affected by COVID and for whatever reason um, need help with those energy bills. So we're about 50% of our applicants right now 
have circumstances that are related to COVID. Wow. Okay. So the amount of aid needed has gone up. Has has the amount of people needing that aid gone up as well? Um, so far, we're right about the same as last year. Okay. Um, which is a good thing. It's that um, average assistance, yep, the the amount that they need right now that we're seeing. So I don't know how this uh, winter is going to shake out for us. Yeah, and we're starting to to get tastes of it here. You know, a couple weekends yeah. ago, now we've we we're getting a taste yeah. of it again. So it looks like we might be in for yeah. a little bit of a long winter uh, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do people use this? I mean, is there an application process, or what happens? Yep. Yeah, there is. Um, we have a relatively short application form. We do ask people to apply first for the federally funded energy assistance program, which is LEAP. Uh, the same office handles in the Helena area handles applications for both LEAP and Energy Share, and that is Rocky Mountain Development Council. Um, so they, you can go to them and ask for both applications. So. Besides the normal income information and demographic information, we do ask people to describe the circumstances that led them to their need to apply for energy share. And then we look closely at each situation. Um, if there are children or seniors in the home, if there's a medical situation going on or whatever. And then when an application is approved, the payment is made directly to the energy provider. Okay. So it doesn't go straight. You're not cutting checks to the people applying here. Correct. Yeah, it okay. goes to the energy provider. Yep. Okay. So, how do they how, how do they do that? You mentioned uh, Rocky Mountain Development Council. Do, right. Do people just contact them? Like, how, how do they get started? What's step yep. one? Um. So, call Rocky Mountain Development Council four four seven one six two five, and that's for people who live in Broadwater, Jefferson, or Lewis and Clark County. Again, that's four four seven one six two five. People can also get the applications for both LEAP and Energy Share on Rocky's website, and that is rmdc.net. Okay. Um, they can also contact our office, energysharemt.com. I work for the corporate statewide office, and we don't deal directly with applications here, but we can get people to the right place. Rachel Haberman is with Energy Share of Montana. She's joining us to finish out coffee break today. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it just with, with COVID-19. There's people just mm -hmm. needing a little bit more assistance right now. And, and I know there's often a little bit of hesitancy, you know, when people, it, it takes a lot for people to kind of step up and say, I need help. But then even when they do yeah. that, it's I don't want to give a bunch of my information out there. People are very uh, sensitive to, to giving out too much information. Mm -hmm. and, and you collect information, but this is not information that you're going to be going out there sharing or anything like that. Oh, no, no. Um, it's a confidential process. Um, every, you know, the applicant's information is protected and confidential. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but you do obviously, I mean, you, you need that information because this is, uh, you know, not not everybody on your block can go and, and, and apply for this. We want to make sure that the people that need it are, are, are the people that are getting it. Yeah, that's right. And we do, like I said, we look at um, every application on an individual basis. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, there are people out there that will try and take advantage of some programs, but our system is, uh, I guess that's what I really like about Energy Share is that because we can look at the applications individually um, and what people's individual circumstances are, we can target the help to those that are most in need. Yeah, and, and you mentioned it. People have maybe heard of 
the Low Income Energy Assistance Program, the LEAP, the, the acronym there. But that's a different service. That, that's something that works differently. Right. Um, so both programs help with um, home heating costs, but Energy Share is privately funded and LEAP is federally funded. And then with LEAP, you can get it every year that you qualify for it with your income. Um, with Energy Share, though, we're much more limited because we are geared towards the emergency situations. We usually don't help people more than once every 10 years or so. We do have some flexibility within that, you know, again, to look at the situations where there's a really extreme need or something like that. Um, but we're more for those emergency, unexpected types of situations. Um, people have maybe extended medical situations going on, maybe a death in the family, and they have funeral costs they have to mm. bear, you know, that are over and above, all kinds of situations that we see um, that, honestly, they make me sensitive to the needs that are out there. Yeah, yeah. So this is something that when, when we talk energy share, this is a uh, a sudden emergency this is a mm -hmm. random you know you, you were okay to pay your bills last year now all of a sudden you're not this is not a, yeah. a, a year to year use program correct right but yeah. we do have leap um for those who you know who are in that need every single year so there is leap as well so uh, and we work closely with leap okay uh, rachel if, if there are people that that uh want to help is, is that a possibility if listeners are going you know what i can pay my bills but i think i could help other people with theirs as well in some small way how can they do that how do they do that yeah we would really appreciate that um, people will find a pledge card in their northwestern energy november heating bill or if people are members of an electric co-op um, they'll see a donation envelope in the november issue of the rural montana magazine that goes to co-op members uh, they can also donate via our website, which is energyshareMT.com. And also, uh, Northwestern Energy customers can add um, an amount for Energy Share to their monthly bills, um, or once, once, you know, once a year if they want to with Northwestern Energy. And Northwestern will make sure that that um, money is sent to Energy Share. 100% of it will go to Energy Share. Um, yeah, that, there's, there's not a you don't, you don't keep like a processing fee or something. I mean, I know people are no. always, <laughs> you know, there are some organizations that people aren't sure about donating to because they have to pay their executives and they have to everything that people donate, everything goes to the cause. That's right. 100% of donations to Energy Share are used to help people with their energy bills. The other thing is that donations are used first in the area from which they came. So if Helena and Helena gives us 25 bucks. We use that $25 in the Helena area first. And we're a 501c3, so donations to Energy Share are tax deductible. Rachel Haberman with Energy Share of Montana is our guest on Coffee Break. We've got about four minutes left with her this morning. And I, I think there is a belief out there that people just won't have their heat or their lights turned off in the winter, but that's not necessarily true, is it? Correct. You're, you're right. Um, people can get their heater lights shut off. Um, the first thing I tell people is to talk with your energy provider to discuss your account and see what your options are. Um, Northwestern Energy is a regulated utility, and the Montana Public Service Commission is the agency that oversees those regulated utilities. So under certain circumstances, they are allowed to proceed with non-pay disconnects during the winter. Um, we have in Montana what's called a winter moratorium period, and it runs from November 1st. April 1st. 
Um, during that time, there are certain people that are protected from being shut off. Um, if you're a customer of Northwestern Energy, um, and those that population that's protected from being shut off is if the account holder has an income that's below the federal poverty guideline, if they're a recipient of a public assistance program, so that might be like LEAP or um, SNAP or something like that, or if there's a household member that's 62 years or older, or if there's a household member who's disabled. So those four conditions would protect them. However, the customer needs to let the utility know that one of those situations exists in the household um, because the utility obviously doesn't know what's inside the home. Mm -hmm. And so we have to communicate with our energy providers and let them know. And then non-regulated utilities like um, propane businesses or electric cooperatives have their own policies. They're self-regulated. So again, you need to check with your energy provider um, and let them know. So if someone is not in one of those situations and they're a customer of Northwestern Energy and they just decide they're not going to pay their bill, Northwestern can take that during the winter to the Public Service Commission and request um, permission to disconnect the person. It does happen sometimes, not very often, but it does happen. So. Rachel Haberman is our guest on Coffee Break. Uh, Rachel, we've only got about a minute and change left, but I do want to mention uh, real quickly, you have another program that, uh, that other than emergency bill assistance, right? Right. Uh, we operate a small cost-effective refrigerator replacement program for people who own their homes. Uh, these are almost always LEAP qualified people um, who own their homes, and the replacement of the refrigerator has to be cost-effective. So the um, applicant or the client who receives it, um, when I say cost-effective, that refrigerator has to be able to pay for itself over a period of 15 years, I think it is. Um, so it can't just be any old refrigerator that's replaced. Usually we see older refrigerators um, that are energy hogs, um, or it might be refrigerators where the seals are broken or something. and. Um, and they they're using a ton of energy so yeah energy share of montana i mean it, it's a real need in montana and the tri-county area um you help so many people every year uh, how how can people once again how, how can people help you how can people get to you and, and get that money and we got about 30 seconds left okay energyshareMT.com is our website or they can also call us at 442-4900 and we can um, help them. They should see November or uh, donation envelopes in their November heating bill. Okay. And we really appreciate the support. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. I mean, it, it, it's a far greater need than what a lot of people realize uh, in mm -hmm. our area. It gets, obviously, it gets so cold here and, and, and people can yeah. uh, use a hand up. So uh, Rachel Haberman Absolutely. with Energy Share of Montana. Rachel, thanks so much for taking time this morning. Thank you very much. If you missed any of those numbers uh, or anything in our first half, shoot me an email, troy at montanaradio.com. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.